0: All right, welcome back. This is episode eight of Tollgate 8. So, ready? Eight episodes let's, in. This is a mem- memorial, monumental moment. Moment, right? Let's, let's so celebrate. Let's, let's pop one. Yep. All right. All
1: right. There yep. you go, brother. Yep.
0: Congratulations. Um,
1: and for those of you listening at home, that's a um, cherry coke, zero <laughs> sugar. So. It's a wrap me out. <laughs>
0: yeah, sorry. That's what right. Do you, what do you think of this button? Oh, it's nice. Isn't it I beautiful? love to punch you in the chest. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? All right, so uh, we're at Tollgate Four. So we've made it through one through three. So what happens in Tollgate Four? So Tollgate Four. Just a quick recap. So we
1: sometimes say that the first three toll gates are kind of the diagnostic journey, right? We're really trying to understand the problem, refine the problem. The first question is: Do we know the problem? Do we know where we want to be? And during the last episode, we took a deep dive into root cause analysis. This, in Tollgate 4, is really where you try to transition your team from getting out of that current state like you talked about in the process mapping, really getting a deep understanding of the current state issues, and you want to invite them to start thinking about um, what types of interventions might we put in place to address some of those major root cause issues. So really, this is about inviting your team to ideate on um, areas for improvement and ideas for improvement. That that's the main kind
0: of outcome of Tollgate Four. So, what should they be really thinking about when they are looking for, you know, ideas of improvement? How do they know, you know, how do they know the the improvement that they um, that they choose is really going to have the impact that they think it's going to? Or do they know? Or should they know? I well, guess that's a question.
1: You know, and I think this has kind of been a theme throughout our podcast, especially the first few episodes was. How do, you, how do you stop teams from jumping to solutions? So if a team's followed the framework and really spent time addressing questions one through three, once they get to Tollgate four, they have a really good understanding of what types of root cause issues they're trying to solve. And typically, um, the interventions become really clear when you start to see, oh, we need to fix this X, Y, or Z root cause issue. And it's really just a matter of letting the team have, def- have some freedom of how are they going to address that root cause issue and what types of interventions. So it does get easier for teams um, to come up with, with impactful interventions because they have essentially taken the scope down from something that was not manageable. And I, I think the term we used when we talked about problem statements was boiling the ocean and we've narrowed it down to maybe, in some cases, a specific process box in one process, and we've asked them to address that root cause issue. So um, by this point, they, they've got a really clear understanding of what it is that they need to go after.
0: Any hiccups that they should be, any any landmines they should be aware of?
1: You know, one of the things that um, we try to coach teams on, and you know, I, I know you coach the analytics teams on this too, is... Um, Anytime they come up with an intervention, we want them to do so within balance. So we don't want them to sub optimize a process, is what we kind of coach them on. And all that means is that if they turn a certain dial, you know, one direction, how do we ensure that that dial doesn't unintentionally negatively impact yeah. something else? And something that's common, and you can talk more about this, Patrick, is that if we're working on, let's just say, a a general healthcare healthcare safety opportunity that if we focus um, or overly emphasize too much of the safety um, aspect, we don't want to unintentionally create a negative experience for our patients. And you or have the to, or yeah. the caregiver, right? So you don't want to burn out a caregiver um, putting in too many interventions or stop gaps to make it. Um, you just have to do that in balance and in harmony. So one of the common pitfalls is just that balancing metric that we try to remind teams of. And you
0: coach your analytics group on that a lot too. Yeah, it really challenged people to think on balancing metrics because, you know, we've we've spent a lot of time doing doing improvement work on, on throughput and uh, the discharge process. And so one balance metric that you would look at is, you know, what's the what's the ER bounce back rate or what's the uh, readmission rate. For some of these patients, as as you're trying to improve some of the operational throughput, and obviously that's the same for you know for some of the clinical variation improvements, as you would look at pick out a pick out a balanced metric of uh, you know some in the disease state, um, you, you know that 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 might have a have an unintended consequence to your point. So I think looking at balancing metrics is very important as you're picking you know, um, your intervention so that, you know, so I kind of set you up with that question of how do you know which intervention? I don't know that there is a right or wrong answer on what intervention to choose. And and I think that's part of the continuous learning process. And so you could, you could pick, you know, a lot of it is, um, an informed decision and, and your best clinical judgment or best operational judgment to pick which intervention you think is going to have the most impact and, and then just pick the right balance metrics so that you uh, can measure what you're doing.
1: Yeah. The, the one other thing I might add that you said something that triggered this thought for me. Um, when teams move to Tollgate 4, there's an element of change management that kind of lives all throughout the Tollgates here. But to your point around we won't always know the perfect intervention and maybe the perfect intervention doesn't even exist... Sometimes getting that stakeholder buy-in for, for the intervention, understanding how that change is going to impact a certain segment of your stakeholders, is really important here. And so much of this comes down to this kind of idea of adoption of the intervention. So you're really coaching your teams at Tollgate 4 to start getting that stakeholder buy-in for whatever that intervention is. And, and you've got to make that part of your
0: implementation plan. What else do we need to know about Tollgate 4?
1: You know, once they come up with their interventions, um, one of the things that we try to equip teams with is some type of basic project management skill set. Because right now, um, we've all been in these you know three to four hour sessions where we've um, had the multidisciplinary team together. They come up with interventions. And then we all say, yep, this is a great idea. Everybody puts their hands in, and we say, break. And then guess what? The next day, everybody goes back to the day job, mm-hmm. and the gravity of what they normally do gets um, just kind of potentially could stop the work. So we try to build an implementation plan um, in this phase, too, and be really purposeful when it comes to the execution piece. And um, we do that just by giving um, you know our caregivers some basic project
0: management skills and tools. So how long do you think, on average, how long should they let the intervention go before they... I mean, what's it, or does it matter? Do, do people usually say, "Well, let's try this for for a few weeks," or sometimes you hear kind of "fail fast"? Or how do you how do you really know what's the what's a good way to to not let things go too long so that you can continue to be quick and agile, but but also know that when you've had a a meaningful intervention. That's a really good question. It's a tough question to
1: answer because I think it depends on the intervention and the scope of the intervention. Um, some of these change concepts like you talked about earlier, if it's very limited in scope and it's something that can be changed almost the next day, having the team empowered to take ownership to implement that and run several cycles within a week, they might learn what they need to learn about mm-hmm. that intervention within you know six to seven days. <clears throat> now some of these other interventions, you know, to to be statistically significant, we need to run at least enough cycles to get 30 samples. Right. Yeah. So it depends, <clears throat> but there is an element there that you want teams to try these things rapidly and be agile with, with the interventions. To learn fast is what you're trying to promote. Exactly. Yeah. So what's on the horizon? What's Tollgate 5? So Tollgate 5 is once you've applied those changes, um, have we measured the change? So, this gotcha. is where you're starting to, you know, and, and we'll talk more about that um, in the next. Don't
0: give away the secrets. I, well, man. you know,
1: I was going this would be a 30 minute toll get if, you let, right. me, no if you let me
0: talk. All right, I'm shutting Travis off here so he doesn't reveal, <laughs> doesn't doesn't disrupt our toll get, or our podcast. Yeah. All right, see you everybody. See you at the next episode.